Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. Five ideas. I am Andy. Andy Matthews, and I am Alistair George William Trombley Birchall. The other day I was the other day I was messaging Andy and I was just sending him links to stuff about my great grandpa. Yeah. And his his first name is George and his middle name is William. Wow. Crazy G-W. coincidence. Or maybe it's genetic. Who's to say? G genetic well, but spelt with a W? Or <laughs> <laughs> Alistair. Alistair. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what it was your grandfather did that you you sent me links to. Great grandfather, grandfather, great grandfather. Great grandfather. Great grandfather. He had um, collected samples of a lot of uh, rare plants um, and the official records and that that the government has of those plants were samples that were collected by him. And this is in Australia. We are in the country of Australia. Yeah. Now this because you, you, you recall now that I am Australian. Yeah, no, of course I recall. I don't I I, I just wasn't I don't, sure. I don't, I've Andy. I've never denied your Australian heritage. I think I'm very respectful of your Australian Andy, heritage. Andy, as as a friend, I have to prod you sometimes <laughs> just to see if you're getting dementia. <laughs> I mean, I think we were both caring for each other in that moment. I don't think that there's anything to worry about. <laughs> well, I, I, mean, I th- what I think is interesting, right, is yeah. I reckon there's a chance that your great-grandfather knew my grandfather and possibly my grandmother because she was a botanist with the CSIRO and he really? was a soil scientist. Yeah, uh, it is possible. And what, Were they around yeah, in like the 80s? They may have crossed swords... They might have crossed swords maybe at a urinal <laughs> or at a unisex, you know, sort of a public pissing pit. Do you think that there is a, um, a, a, a mecha- <laughs> um, let me just picture this scenario. Okay, right? go for it. It's the, it's the, this is Sparta scene Yeah. from 300, Okay. but they're elderly people who are scientists in Australia. Okay. And and instead of... This is a fun kicking, mental exp- journey we're going. Yeah, great. Now, instead of kicking a guy in a, into a big hole, that hole is a, a public urinal for <laughs> men and women. It's a unisex pit. It's a unisex piss pit, mm-hmm. right? And instead of saying, this is Sparta... He says, I'm going to take a piss. <laughs> and then he goes and pisses in the big hole. Right. And then the other person, then who is now a woman, mm. bends bends forward and then pisses backwards. I don't know if, if that can happen. Yeah. But, um, but everybody's just pissing. <laughs> and they say, this is the CSIRO. <laughs> So nobody gets kicked into the pit, just to be clear. Nobody go falls into the pit. It's yeah, just, right. it's a slightly different context. 
Mm, slightly, but but with enough parallels to really make you ask a lot of questions. Yeah, like, one is your grandmother, wait, is one a, is my grandfather. Is this a Sparta? Is this a, this is Sparta yeah. reference? <laughs> and and you know, and but the, instead of the power difference coming from you know one being mm. the king or the leader mm. of whatever some mm. thing, one is older than the other and has been collecting seeds for a long time because he has his own seed business. Mm-hmm. How great is it that my great-grandfather created a seed business because then all he had to do was just go into the bush and just be like, oh, there's that, uh, you know, like Prolancia Garenthiana and mm-hmm. then he would go and he'd collect its seeds and then he'd have something to sell. It's a great business. It's but then, business. like, apparently he was selling things to, like, the governments across the in, like uh, in the world, like the French government, the Israeli government, <laughs> mm. things wow. like that. So, like, if you go to Israel and there are like eucalypts there, mm-hmm. then there's a chance that they were the seeds of those were collected by my great grandfather. It's fantastic. It, it's <laughs> it's amazing. Like he's he is he has been you know he's like a Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> a Georgie Alterfeed. <laughs> Georgie Alterfer. I anyway, um, none of this is a sketch on no, but, I'm but, so but sorry. what I was thinking earlier was when you were talking about the kicking people into the, or not kicking the pissing into the piss hole. Yeah. It made me think that's a beautiful parallel to your other idea that you've done in stand up and also we've maybe talked about on the podcast, which is taking the act of making love and slowly replacing bits of it with uh, bits of the experience of lovemaking with other objects. That was a two in the think tank idea. Right. Well, there you go. Where instead, you know, you get to the point where instead of, you know, placing your genitals inside another person's genital organ, uh, you're throwing a, (laughs) what is it? You're you're throwing a a dog calendar across an open field or something like that. But this is like, but is it then you're asking the question, well, is that still a sex act? You've slowly been replacing things with other things, but yeah, yeah, yeah. this is um but this is like uh that, but with instead of sex, it's the kicking into a pit scene from Sparta. We're slowly replacing bits of it. Ah, now it's no longer kicking now it's pissing <laughs> now it's not exactly. it's no longer in Sparta. It's in the c s i r o but do you think if people saw it, they would still recognize something of that essential essence that <laughs> would still be able to derive that same kind of this is Sparta thrill. Yes, I think so. Th- like Theseus's piss hole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could call it Theseus's piss hole. You'd have to call it Theseus's Sparta pit. This is Sparta. Yeah. Okay. Kick pit. Yeah, all right. Look, I'll... You've, it feels like you've talked about it for long enough that we can turn it into a thing. Okay, great. All right, Alistair. I yeah, mean, but, I apologize. No, but, I, how no, about no, this, no. though? Um, Andy, I'm, I'm, I'm adding it to the amount of time that I spoke about it, of course. All right. This is, this, is, this, is, um, this is my idea. I'm going to pitch this, and this is going to become a real thing because this is such a good idea, right? This is augmented reality pissing, all right? And it's possibly, it's maybe it turns pissing into a multiplayer thing. What it means yeah. is that basically, and it's got an avatar <laughs> element in it as well. And so, like an 
It's an M M M O R P, and the P is for piss. Yeah, <laughs> you're great. Um, the <laughs> the the P stands for piss. Now the but what it is is you every 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 person who signs up to this thing this um this service has a yep. it, it ha, but so far I think it has to be men. I'm sorry, or people with penises. Oh, okay. It doesn't have it. to be men, but it does have to. You have to. I think you have to have a penis of some kind. Okay. Kind. To participate, okay. right? Well, uh, and and so far, I hate it. I want you to know that. You know, right? But what it has is it has that you have a small mechanical thing that attaches. But to I want you to know that I'm just saying that publicly because I know I'm going to benefit tremendously from this. Right? Okay. You you attach a, a, a mechanical thing, which is allows your penis to be aimed via, um, <laughs> via you know a series of like little servo motors and and pistons and that sort of thing right so it can be aimed mechanically okay, okay? Yeah, and then yeah. that is co- that is connected to uh, you know 5G network right mm-hmm. which means that when you're uh, that people can log on and gain control of whenever you go for a piss right people can log on and gain control of your penis right the sure. aim of piss your penis. and direct it anywhere they want and they can direct the stream okay mm. and there are, uh, I guess, there'd be a camera somewhere there could, on the tip of the penis as you well. Could, you could post ads online that say, become a real-life director. Yeah. Like that. And people will click on it mm. thinking that they're going to become a film director. Mm. But actually, what they're going to become is the director of you, the di- where your penis is pissing. Yeah, really good. Uh, maybe you could even put the word streaming in there. Streaming yes. service looking for new directors, right? They think it's mm. going to be streaming like Netflix is streaming, but actually, it's a stream of piss. That's right. And you can you can charge a $25 <laughs> like application fee. <laughs> <laughs> And people write down their whole CV and yeah, stuff like that, great. and then you the get it. Thing. You don't even have to look at it, and then they go, "You have been accepted," and they're <laughs> like, "Great!" And they thought, "Here's your chance to direct now." <laughs> and then you just see the the medal of the in there, the and it's a first person shooter, right? So <laughs> you just see a bit of the shaft of the penis there, the tip of the penis, and you're you're aiming it, and maybe there's augmented reality things, so like all around the urinal. I assume you're at a urinal, but you could be anywhere. There are um, it, it puts in little characters that you've got to try and piss at. I think this could be big. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, I think that this would be also great as a self-defense thing. Yeah, go on. That the device that the device is is sold to you as a you know maybe as a multi-purpose device you know mm. nobody likes a one-purpose device these not days anymore, you know, like no. it's not it's not one it's not three things it's one thing it's, it's one thing yes but the the one thing does more than three three things, things or more yeah good yeah <laughs> oh, I like it's that. not one thing but it's it's not three things it's one thing but it's not one thing in many ways <laughs> it's three things um and i think that if there was a sort of a computer vision thing around your head mm. that could constantly aim your penis at threats. Mm. That way, that anytime someone is close and gets too close, you <laughs> could just start pissing. <laughs> and it could even lower your pants for you. Yeah. 
You know what? You know I what think... I mean? Like quick draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, I guess unfurl the fly or like it'd be good to have like a little That's sort right. of a turret type thing that slides mm. open. Yeah, like, even uh, over in your over your back. Over your back. Like over your shoulder. Like if there was a way that you could, it would just point it like at somebody who's maybe behind you. But it just points it up <laughs> towards your back shoulder. But But then there's like a little flipper on your shoulder. To deflect it. That... That mm. when the piss arrives, it goes and it hits it even further. Mm-hmm. Gives mm-hmm. it a little extra boost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a good idea. And yeah. I don't think we've overcomplicated the idea. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad that you actually said that. Because I was worried that we had... Well, I mean, obviously, I think, you know, some people might be listening and thinking, well, Andy's original piss-aiming idea had a beautiful simplicity to it. Andy, Andy, I don't like to think that I'm I'm stepping on it. And I'm agreeing with you, Alastair. I was just only bringing this up and that people might be thinking that so that I could tell them what fucking idiots they are. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, because actually... It's actually not often on the pod that we bring up enough how f- how much of a fucking idiot some of the audience is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it constantly. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. thank you for bringing that up. But I just think I'm doing a bit of um a bit of extra work sort of essentially creating new markets for your device mm. so that if it doesn't you know, this feels like almost something you could sell militarily, you know, as a last resort sort of thing. If somebody yes. uh, is in a fight, mm. you know, and they lose, they run out of bullets. Mm. Maybe, uh, maybe they, they lose, lose both their, their arms. They lose both their arms. Maybe they lose their legs. Mm. This would have been perfect. <gasps> we could use the Black Knight from Monty Python to advertise this thing. You know, they, 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 they're about to cut off his head. Yes, and then you see the the <laughs> shine, the shine of a of a uh, a camera inside mm. of his helmet mm-hmm. go twinkle inside there, and they go, "Wait, what's that?" And then two little robotic hands pull his pants down, <laughs> revealing yeah. a robotic um, penis directing device mm. that is piss that is that is directing a. A piss shooter known as the penis, nope. or, or or a female urethra, which I like to think, you know, like Metroid, I like to think that maybe the uh, the the Black Knight was a woman, mm. and then and then uh, they start to piss and they all die. <laughs> All I of think the enemies die. Now, if you were you're saying we we could use this, would you go back to the original footage, right, of um of the Black Knight and and would you try and add this in using sort of modern techniques? Maybe we could even get John Cleese's actual penis. Use some of that de-aging technology that they used on yes. Robert De Niro's face for the Irishman. Yes. Right? Apply mm. that because people, people, I think if you used somebody else's penis, you know, Andy Circus's penis, that's and right. Put that people on the dark know night, straight away. People, well, we people could, would be outraged, right? We the could still fans. probably have Andy Circus act the penis movements. 
sure. Yes. Well, uh, just but, to provide a framework. Yeah. Onto which just we so can map. A... <laughs> we have an incredibly <laughs> hyper realistic 3D image of John Cleese's real penis, which we have de-aged not too far. Right? You've got to be careful. Tr- <laughs> it looks tremendously young, um, like Robert De Niro's face. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, the, the corners of the the mouth of the penis are curled downwards like this going, you talking to me? Like that. They're not saying you talking to me, but mm. they're they're implying with their curled downness. Do you think that possibly Robert De Niro's penis, the slit, goes horizontally and is curved <laughs> down a bit like that? <laughs> are you talking about Robert De Niro's piss slit? His piss slit, yeah. <laughs> He has a horizontal piss slit and it just goes down at the sides. Yes, but I think that it actually stays horizontal at all times. Yeah. You know, like a cat. um, (laughs) Like a cat falling. Like it has that kind of mechanism in it. Oh, wow. Incredible. Sort of almost a gyroscopic thing. So relative to the ground, it maintains horizontal. Regardless of the orientation of Robert De Niro himself. Yeah, I think that he has a kind of like an oozy floating middle of his penis head. An oozy floating and middle? Yeah, that allows his head to spin. Mm, on a and gimbal. And kind of always, always, yeah, always maintain a horizontalness. Mm. I mean, that would be fantastic. <laughs> Do you think if we could get an interview with him and ask him? Andy, I think it's getting more and more possible. <laughs> He will take on almost any job these days. He says yes to a lot of things, and he seems to really like doing comedies. Yeah, and I think I've seen today, from trying to write a trivia question, that he does have his own branded alcohol. Well, there you go. And I think that, you know, he'd probably be willing to do an interview to promote his alcohol. Is it called um, Robert De Niro? Um, no. I don't think so. I think no, it's got some sure. dumber name. Wow! Well, it's, um, he has VDKA six thousand one hundred vodka. That's a New Zealand way based vodka, partly owned by Robert De Niro. My goodness. <laughs> okay. VDKA six thousand one hundred. That's a really good name. Do you think that when they he, somebody pitched that in the meeting, everybody nodded? They put their pens down and said, "That's a day. That's we got it. it. Stop. We can all <laughs> we can all stop working today." Good work. It's incredible. Today I found out that Grey Poupon. You probably don't know about Grey Poupon. Do Type you? of mustard. Yeah, they have their own wine. Ah. Okay. Grey Poupon has its own wine. Here's something I realized today about wine. Yeah. Vintage. The word vintage probably yeah. comes from vat, like wine. Because like, you always talk about the vintage of wine. It probably just yeah. means like wine age, right? Yeah, I think you're probably I don't right. know where the tea comes from. But like... No. But... Oh. And then I mean, so like when the you... Word- we, we, now, when we talk about like a vintage car or something, that's we're like using this wine word, wine age, of the car. Yeah. Or the wine age, like dog years. Yeah, yeah, like dog years. 
Like, is this car sort of still pretty tanny? Mm. Dog Years um, is a great comic concept, but I feel like we've probably mined that for everything that it has. All the various twists well, and turns of Dog Years. Well, we've years. had, you know, Dave, Dave Quirk did a good bit about it, Dog Years. But, I mean, I guess it, in the end it was about Dog Years. Dog um, Years, was it? Yeah. Well, that's what his bit ended up being about uh-huh. because somebody in the crowd had misheard him. <laughs> that's a good um, bit, Dave Quirk. It was a good bit by Dave Quirk. But dog now weeks. I wonder, People talk about dog weeks and dog seconds and dog. I mean, is there anything that dogs have more than us? Dog financial I mean, years, or or something that they have less of. Mm. That then, so like, I guess there's in a way there'd be dog intelligence. Mm. You sure. know that you could so. You could say, well, actually, one unit of intelligence is actually worth seven dog units of intelligence. Mm. So let's say, like, you ask a dog how many. um, Let's say you just go, if you could go find your dog, Banjo, and you could say, um, how much is 31 plus 47? Yeah, okay. Right? And then whatever you see him do, just... Multiply find, that by a seven. Well, no, yeah, but or just find what the differential is between what he did and the actual <laughs> and the, answer. And the actual answer, mm. and that will probably reveal to you the multiple or the <laughs> or the plus. So amount. let's say for the dogs example, are less intelligent. Right, I the dog. Uh, I asked the dog what is forty one plus thirty seven. Right. Yeah. And the dog. Um, uh, does something it does a lot, which is scratch on the end of the cupboard near the door. Um, yeah. To be let outside to, so I'll throw his ball. How right. many times now does I it just, scratch? But but I don't know if it's how many times, right? I think what I need to just find is what is the ratio between, what is it, eighty eight? Is that what the thing was? Seventy eight, and uh, scratching on a cupboard, right? So I just divide seventy eight by scratching on a cupboard. And that is the uh, the correct answer, you know. Yeah. The, <laughs> this is another um, one of those great ideas that we have that relies on Andy. applying mathematics to things that mathematics cannot be applied to, and well, the hilarious I mean, consequences. I, you know, it felt like you were playing the role of Alistair there, mm. trying to make it impossible. Yes. <laughs> And I was playing the role of let's find a way to just make it s- interpret whatever they yeah. do. Like you could just count the number of things that he do. Mm. You're the one who's misinterpreting what he's saying as going outside. He's found a thing to 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 rub on. Is my, that banjo right that's now? Banjo barking right now. Count the barks. Oh my god. Seventy eight barks. That was so much. It's a what? It's one to one. It's, it's one a, to one. <laughs> the relationship is one to one. <laughs> How I like I'm going to try this again. Yeah. One Do you have one. any relationships that are one to one? Yeah, me and my beloved. Yeah. Mm. But it's not really one to one. It's like one to five. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, especially because <laughs> I consider them all to be on a team against me. <laughs> That's why I said one two rather than. Uh, what you know? I, I, I'm, what I really meant was one versus one versus one against five. Um, um, 
I was thinking picture mm. a long relationship that was a battle. Mm. Like like mm. an alternative to mm. the healthy relationship where the two people come together and just try to make each other's yeah, lives really better than if yep. they had ever met each other. Yeah. Right? Um, is there a way that you could make your lives better than um better than they were if you'd ever met each other? But it's competitive. Well, what about and, this? And against each it's, other. It's enemy weddings, right? Okay. It's uh you, you meet somebody and you don't yeah. like them, right? But you want to take things to the next level and you want them to become your nemesis. Okay. Yep. Then you have a an enemy wedding. Right? And yep. you get all your respective families together there in the house of God and you swear to be one another's sole nemesis for the rest of your life till till death do you part. Pre- preferably, death by my hand, you bastard. It's crazy that guys are already wearing black in a on your on your it's usual perfect. Yeah, on your usual Sort of love wedding. Mm. You think guys should be in white as well? Be nice. Maybe just to show that they're pure. <laughs> It'd actually look fucking cool. I love a white yeah, suit. Yeah, but okay. So like enemy wedding. Mm. What about an enemy funeral? So that you can have a funeral for that. You know, because a lot of the time people say, "I don't want my enemy at my funeral." Yeah. Right. This person who wronged me, this person who made my life a living hell. Right. I don't want them at my funeral. Is that because you want to outlive them? You want to be at their funeral? No, but sometimes it's because they're they're through no fault of your own. They're Mm. still in your life, Mm -hmm. even though they've wronged you in some terrible way. And you can say to somebody who who you care about, never let that person come to my my funeral. Yep. Right. But then it would be nice if there was a place that all the people who you don't like, something that they could attend. Yeah, <laughs> some kind of celebration. Yeah. Well, do they not like you? Well, I think that they may have just done something wrong to you. Mm. So maybe yeah. they liked you too much. Um, maybe they don't like you. Mm. Maybe they they just don't like losing and yeah. they, and and they, you know you got in their way. I'm trying to picture what this would be like. Well, like would this be like not getting a ticket to the main funeral? Like you can't go into the see the game live at Rod Laver Arena, but you can watch it on a big screen at Fed Square. I don't but think you're allowed really... to see the f- the regular funeral. Right. It's a different it's a completely different um ceremony. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And what well, what would it <laughs> what would what would it contain? I mean, I guess it could just be a funeral for all the people who I didn't want at my funeral. And so you invite them to a different funeral. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, that's interesting because people might not realize that you didn't want them at the funeral. They might just think they didn't get invited. So it would be good to have a specific event that you could explicitly invite them to that made it clear to them that they were not invited to the funeral, that this is you're invited to... Not my funeral. Okay, it's called a not my funeral. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it also makes sense that you're different people in front of different people, Mm. right? And so you should have multiple funerals for all the kind of personalities you have. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 
you know, all the parts of you. The person you know, now yeah. a funeral for the person I pretended to be around my parents. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> like you go anyway. So he never sweared. <laughs> never sweared. <laughs> and he was a good boy. <laughs> he always drank in moderation, and he was very nice. And then That's really good. Look, I don't know. I'm no. just writing down. You know, because it was a Can lot of Can you please write down my enemy wedding idea, Alistair? Yeah. <laughs> if you have not already. Andy, do you think I wouldn't have written that down? Look, we've moved, we had moved on, and I didn't detect a high degree of enthusiasm from you for that idea. But <laughs> I did like the idea, and I would like to make a personal appeal. Like when, you know, a celebrity asks to get their child into an expensive university, right? I would like to personally approach you and request yeah. that my enemy wedding idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it'd be great if instead of... You may now kick back, the bride, that's what they say, at the end of the enemy wedding. <laughs> Also, there's still a bride and groom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're not a broom and bride. And I believe that enemy weddings are between a man and a woman. Oh, you think that uh, <laughs> enemy weddings are just between a man and a woman? That's right. I firmly yeah. believe that. I'm very um, old-fashioned in that way. What about this idea? It's, you know, instead of just having a waste hole... It's It's... Um, God, you have Satan. a hole no, no, that no, you don't even like. I mean, I guess this is still involve a hole, but let's say your pinky instead of like, let's say so, so shit still accumulates in your rectum and all that kind of stuff. But let's say there was like a you could get this like little like catfish like little slug that you could just allow to suck on your pinky t- finger. Yeah, right, and it would just it, it loves that stuff. It needs that stuff to live. Right, it's not all waste. Mm. It's just waste to us. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Otherwise, flies yeah. wouldn't be landing all over it and stuff. Right? Exactly. It seems like it's useful to somebody. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you could just have all the maggots in your butthole, right? <laughs> Eating the poo. That's a great idea. And then you wouldn't have to well, share it out. Flies, you could just, all the just flies could just be in there. Instead of shit. Well, it's a clean... It's, it's le- it involves less wiping. If you could just put your this butt out the window... It's actually really disgusting. If, if you put your butt out the window mm. and then you just allow some flies out. Oh, it's so, such a good idea. Like that. But then it keeps enough maggots in there that will eventually turn into flies. Yeah. Like the life cycle is just let the flies out every day or so. Are you regular? Yeah, I let my flies out usually at 9 a.m. Like clockwork. Like clockwork. 
Yeah, it's really nice. So you'd go into the toilet, but then you'd stand up on the top of the cistern, open the window, yeah. and fart out a whole lot of flies into the atmosphere. Yeah, you just have to wait. You could feel them coming. Oh, <laughs> I bet you could. <laughs> I bet you could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that, and then you go... Like that, they just go out like that. And yeah, I mean, are, it'd are be we... harder in apartment living. Mm. Well, not harder. It would be the same amount of difficulty, but it would just be like you know that people would be filming you from other apartments. Well, it doesn't have to be a transparent. Oh, I guess uh, yeah. Okay, right. I was going to say it doesn't have to be a transparent window, but it's literally an opening, isn't it? it has yeah, to yeah. be. There it's has like to be space for the. It's flies an open to get window. Out. Yeah. There, I'm I sure mean, there's something you could do. You could just build a little sort of like box around it outside. Yeah. Right? It's a closed off like bamboo area, you know, that mm. that kind of... But the thing is that you don't want them to fly back into the house. Yeah. Well, the culture would catch up with this, right? With every yeah. new invention, right? There are always flaws. But if the idea is good enough, you know, it'll it'll overcome those kinds of things. Just like ride sharing apps, okay? And this idea is good enough. I feel confident. That. Well, it's it's already better because you're saving on water consumption. That's a huge, huge, yeah. And you need that to live water. Mm. You know, you don't need fly shit to live. <laughs> and the vitamins don't get lost, so like those flies will go out and they'll die somewhere. Mm. And so those vitamins can still go back into the soil. Yeah. Yeah, you man, know? it's really um, exciting. Yeah, I mean, I've, what we've invented really, I think, is intestinal worms, right? But, and flies, but these are flies. very specific. And I think you, what you'd have to have is you'd have to have some sort of special little little fence or something, like you yeah. would to corral your sheep into a particular paddock. There'd be some sort mm-hmm. of colonic fence, something that blocks off, that allows poop to get through to feed the maggots, but stops the maggots from going any deeper into your intestines right you have a special little wire fence maggot size maggot grade I mean I don't know why they would want to go up any further you know they're having food delivered to them (laughs) what could they want what could they want they've got everything (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's like a a company that that delivers food being like we gotta do something to stop people from moving into our restaurant (laughs) (laughs) from people coming into the factory Coming into, into the, the restaurant, center. they're gonna they're gonna want to live right near mm. the the place where the food is made on the bench. <laughs> if we <laughs> stop them, because look, they're having food directed to them. Well, if you feed them, they're gonna think that you could do you're gonna do that all the time, and they're gonna keep they're gonna expect it, <laughs> and they're gonna keep paying for food. But they're probably gonna get closer and closer. Until they're in the kitchen. Do you kind of see what I'm doing here? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. But you know like when you like feed a dog or something like that, some stray dog, and they're like, if you feed it, it's going to keep coming back. (laughs) But it's somebody at a restaurant going, if we keep letting these people buy food, they're going (laughs) to keep coming back. Yeah. Don't feed them. Don't feed them. They'll become dependent on you. Yeah. They're not going to be able to live out in nature. 
Yeah, it was a really awful thing in Tasmania where people feeding marsupials bread would lead to them having this condition called lumpy jaw. Oh they get their no. like, bones get all fucked and stuff. I don't know how it happens. I don't know how eating bread leads to their bones in their mouth getting all like porous and misshapen and then they die. But it was really real yuck. Um, Alistair, so, I'm sorry yeah, I brought that up. No, 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 but like, <laughs> this was happening everywhere? Is this... Yeah, I think it was a real, like, big problem. People feeding it, feeding native animals a lot of a lot of bread. They And was they the loved problem, the bread. They, were they giving them sort of sourdough and the crust was a bit too chewy? I think it was the exact opposite kind of problem. I think that the... that it was too easy for them to eat, maybe... But I don't know why that would like the jaw doesn't wouldn't go like I like how soft this bread is. I should also be soft to be more I like should, the bread that I love. I should, I should give up. I, they don't need me anymore. That's it. The bread, the bread. The I'm out of here. The jaw. And then he'd go and join like some hardworking animal's jaw. Mm. Yeah, I'm not respected no. around these parts. What do you think is the hardest is working nothing. jaw in the animal kingdom? <laughs> <laughs> the hardest working jaw. I was up in a tree yeah. the other day. So I sit up in a tree to um to do my work, Alistair. Do you know this about yeah. me? I take my laptop up into a tree and I sit in the branches of the tree. How high? Up? What's up the there. highest you've ever been to do any kind of work? Uh I think I don't I don't work higher than about three meters high, maybe three and a half meters up the up in the tree, right? There's a like really good branch that sounds, I sit on. Sounds like you're just sitting in like a lifesaver's chair. It, it would be a lot like that, yeah. It would yeah, be. Yeah, okay. Uh, and the cows in the paddock next door, I could hear them chewing. And it was a very satisfying sound. And like, I think we should add to the... It was And, and very soothing. We should add to the uh, the suite of sounds that we consider to be like good listening music while you're working things yeah. like you know white noise and then lo-fi hip-hop uh beats and uh i don't know what what whatever rainforest beach noises you should add rainforest beach chomping it was and really so what good. were they eating they were just eating either fresh grass or fresh or grass. regurgitated cud I I didn't get I'm not sure if I was listening to the cud being chewed. I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. Yeah. But I love the is sound it, of them ripping their, out their the grass teeth? and chomping. Oh yeah. It. Breaking through the the grass blades mm. and It's really and good. Then, okay. That was a hard working jaw. Have you ever satisfied a a cow's jaw by giving it celery? Do you think that would be also include I think that like, would sound incredible. I think there should be do you the, think like they just there have are a better sort of resonance cha- of chamber? Of people sa- blending anything. There should be a video channel of people feeding every different texture of food to a cow so that we can listen to it chomp. So like raw pasta? Yeah. Yeah, if that's ethical, absolutely. I imagine like a, if you grab a big full fistful of pasta, right? So you've got a long, you know, all those pasta sticks... Spaghetti, fettuccine, you yeah. can do all of them. Holding them in your hand there and offering that to a cow. The sound of the cow chomping through all of that would be incredible. Yeah. I really want this. 
We should All make it. This, be, this would fucking go off on TikTok. Absolutely. But like, you know, kind of like, will it, will it blend or mm. like, will it, um, you know, will it be crushed or whatever? But mm. if, you know, imagine if you could just do like, hey, what does it sound like when a cow eats this pillow? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what does that sound What would it sound like if a p- cow was eating my hand? <laughs> do it, do it. I mean, I personally don't mm. think it needs to. I think for the for me, the idea is it's eating edible things, and it's and they're healthy for the cow, and they're not parts yeah. of your body. But okay. Alistair, if you want to build a cow, maybe a robotic cow. I don't want to build a robotic cow, so that people can experience the cow eating anything at all. No, then no. I'll allow it. But you, you want know, to be I mean, a real cow. The thing is that a goat would do that naturally. A goat would do that. That's what you could. That's what you could say to pressure the I cow just, okay, into eating. Well, you could say a goat would eat this. You want me to call a I goat? Would, I would spend my first ten years, I guess, pressuring a cow into being more like a goat, and then I would probably spend my next ten years trying to breed a goat with a cow. <laughs> and then I would probably spend my next ten years. <laughs> Um, hiding inedible things under like um, edible foods Mm. and hoping that the cow just picks up both at the same time with the carelessness of having just a mouth and it's amazing that you didn't come to that idea until 20 years in you spent 10 years trying to get a cow I was giving it a chance to do the right thing (laughs) you you think that's the right thing yeah that's right okay why would I work for 20 years on it, Andy? You, know, you wouldn't initially... I'm not going to go to deception straight away. That's not my instinct. Yeah, I'm going to give you the, the opportunity to be successful through your own choices. Mm. And then later on, I will use deception. Cow choices. Through your own cow choices. Andy, we probably have over five ideas. Dear God, these do not... This is not... These are, some of these have not felt good, but no, Alistair, that's okay. Sometimes here we are. We're it's you know it's lead up to Christmas. We're in our some of our tiredest periods. Mm, we're about to hibernate. Um, so so we're gonna go to three words from a listener. Do you know the listener Lizzie? Lizzie, I think I might from know the, Lizzie. Yeah, from Lizzie. the from the two in the think tank Discord. Is this a new? I think Lizzie has only just joined the Patreon. Welcome, Lizzie. Thank you, Lizzie. Welcome, Lizzie. We've fast-tracked you to the front of the list mm. just just so that we could, you know, get some some fresh blood in the three words kind of uh, scenario. Mm. <laughs> is it a scenario? This is a welcome to the, the three-word scenario. Andy, what d- would song. your guess as to being, like, as the, what one of the three words would be? Um, plasma. And is that the first, second, or third word you're thinking? <laughs> I'm doing them in alphabetical order this time. Plasma is the first word alphabetically. Okay. <laughs> wow, it's going to be a, a late alphabetical. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've really put the pressure on myself. Um, no. First word is not plasma. The first word is angry. Angry. Well, alpha- is that alpha- first word alphabetically? Uh, yeah, it actually is the first word alphabetically. Great. Okay, the second the word equal is first word alphabetically. Quench. Second word is quench. What's that? Quench. Quench or wench? Quench. Quench. 
Oh, I'm sorry. The no, the second word is um, angry. Angry, angry. Third word, wench. Is the third word wench? And that's you're guessing that is the third word. Yeah. I'm sorry, Andy. Andy, the the third word is hippos. Angry, angry hippos. Mm. Really good. Yeah. It's just like hungry, hungry hippos. Oh yeah. But the hippos are actually really full. They couldn't eat another bite. But but the little another... objects in front of them. <laughs> They couldn't eat another butt. Uh, the objects in front of them are not balls, right? Yeah. Which we know that are what hippopotamuses eat in the wild when they're That's hungry. That's what they want. They eat balls, but now they are small boats, full of, uh, I guess, fishermen or something like that, that oh, have blundered yes. into the hippopotamus's native environment, and uh, they don't want to uh, swallow the balls, but they do want to smash up the boats and kill the men. I mean, it does sound like it's just a documentary about how they're the worst killers in all of Africa. Mm. Apparently, that's nowhere near true. That's a complete oh, right. bullshit fact, apparently. Um, bullshit fact. Mm. I think, I think, I think, it's, I think lions kill way more people than, <laughs> than hippos in Africa. I mean, like, even snakes would probably... Um, oh yeah, I'm sure lying. snakes. I'm sure snakes kill heaps more as well. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, and then, how do you feel about people who include the mosquito in the list of the most dangerous animals? Of killing course, the most that counts. You think that does count? Yeah, because that feels like something that you would have an issue with, because the really? mosquito is just carrying a a parasite, right? It's not yeah. even the mosquito itself. That's actually yeah. killing anything. That would so be then we sh- like do you saying think we should if you include were all diseases that are animal that are living thing born. I mean, maybe, yeah. Why not? Right? Because that would be like saying people are killed by horses when really it is people riding on horses, swinging swords, right, that are decapitating <laughs> everybody. And they, but then you're like, that horse just killed that man. <laughs> well. I mean, I think because, like, let's say you're thinking of, like, um, what's a disease that you're worried about that could kill you that, you know, that is like a, you know, caused by some bacteria or virus. Say the coronavirus. Right? Keep this topical. The coronavirus. COVID-19. Okay, say it was the coronavirus, right? Mm. So, with the mosquito, let's say it was capable of carrying the coronavirus or, or whatever then you can stop it by just swatting a mosquito. Mm. Right? <laughs> now, if there was yeah. an option like that... With men. With human with, beings. With, with, no, well, like with um, coronavirus, where you could somehow, I guess, yeah, you would just swat them, kill them. You could kill the men who get close to you so that you could stop that disease mm. from getting into you. A, m- a far maybe, better... Example for me, I suppose, would have been to say that if mosquitoes are the most dangerous animals because they spread diseases, and actually the most dangerous animal is man, because I'm sure we get more deadly diseases off each other than we do off mosquitoes. Do you reckon? I mean, look, it goes mosquitoes, snakes, 
dogs. I mean, how many diseases do you catch from other humans that kill you? Mm. Like, I think the fact that the mosquitoes carry something that is deadly. Like, okay, so mosquitoes, snakes, dogs. And that goes from a million to a hundred thousand to thirty thousand. I think you get more, I think you get more diseases off people that can kill you. Yes, I know, but we're not getting diseases that kill us from people. What about AIDS? I know, but that's not that's not that big a deal here at right. the moment. But that's neither is malaria. Yes, okay. So most deadly diseases. All right, let's see. Um, okay, top 10 deadliest diseases oh, in the world. No, is it going to be malaria? We got ischemic ischemic heart disease or coronary artery disease. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's your that's you doing that to yourself. Yeah, most dangerous animal man. Stroke. And where do you get the food that gives you uh, ah, the heart disease yes, carried mosquitoes. by a man to your table? <laughs> then we have lower respiratory infections. Mm, Influenza infections. flu and stuff. Where do you get those from? Man. Um <laughs> So yeah, maybe look, maybe that does it. Maybe you're right. Thank this you. is worldwide. Mm. I think I've got a good... I think I have a, a convincing case to make that the mosquito is not has been unfairly placed at the top of I this I know, list. but it still is stoppable by stopping the mosquito. Sure. And stopping you from getting flu is stoppable by shooting any person who comes near I mean, you. And you go, oh, well, when a dog kills me, it's just its teeth killing me. <laughs> It's actually the rest of the dog is fine. <laughs> it's just that the dog is carrying the teeth to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the actually, dog could come close to me, but it better not bring its teeth. The hippopotamus is actually innocent. It is only the force that it carries <laughs> as its jaw crushes my skull. It's actually the momentum. It's actually the yeah, no, you're probably right. Probably force is a better better concept. Car, the car did not kill the person in the car crash. It was the kinetic energy stored in the car. I just want you to know the hippopotamuses are equal with elephants, which are both at 500. Mm. And and then it's lions at 250. Crocodiles are at 1,000, but this is all worldwide. Yeah, right. Then, But somewhere in there, there's tapeworms that are 700. There's... Setsi flies that are at 10,000. Assassin bugs are at 12. Freshwater snails kill 20,000. Freshwater snails? <laughs> how? Yeah. I don't know how that happens, but I... God, I don't want that. Okay. They're probably just Millions carrying of something to you. contracted the infection. Oh, Andy, it's, it's not them. It's just it's the infection. It's not the snails. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so they're It's not actually innocent. the stabbing that kills you. It's the blood loss from the stabbing. Why snails are some of the world's deadliest creatures? It's not uh, the knife going into you that kills you. It's the blood going out. <laughs> You're killing yourself. Uh, let's see. Anyway, mosquito. angry, I angry just... hippos. So wait, why is the so the freshwater snail here? It says is responsible for more than two hundred thousand a year. 
Yeah, I carry a parasitic numbers, so. disease called schizotomiasis, which infects nearly 25, 250 million people. Whoa. And it's one of the most deadly parasites. Yuck. Yeah. Um, do you think that they would make a hung? I'm sure somewhere somebody has bought the rights to Hungry Hungry Hippos uh, for a video g- for a comp- uh, for a film to turn yes. into a movie, right? But you know, would be great is is starting to use some of the world's most deadliest animals against each other. So carrying a bunch of these snails and throwing them into the mouths of hip hippos that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that are trying to get you. Sure, it's it's um it's you it's bio control. What do they call that thing when they tried to bring out cane toads to eat the cane beetles? Bio right. control, something like that. You know, you're trying <laughs> to use the uh, things in nature uh, yes. to control. So I think you know, keeping a pocket full of freshwater snails to try and give parasitic infections to any angry hippos. Brilliant idea. Really against good. Dogs using and against a pocket full of hippos to um, to throw at any mosquitoes that are coming near you, or snakes. What are we writing down as a sketch idea? Oh, Alistair, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> angry, oh. angry hippos. It makes me think of those hippopotamuses that Pablo Escobar introduced to South America and have since yeah. become a pest species. Yeah, I like those a lot. I like them a lot as well. Mm. Um, So then they live... I mean, I think that hippos should have been a South American animal anyway. It feels right, doesn't it? It feels right. It feels like an an imbalance. You know, something... You're actually just correcting a mistake. Yeah, exactly. Something has been fixed Mm. in nature. It's one of the greatest justices in history. Because we're also saying that they don't that hippos don't belong there based off of some snapshot, mm. you know, like we're saying, oh well, this is different based on the time when we first started looking, right, <laughs> right. But but that's also you know like that's that that's different based on different times and throughout the last four billion years when you look. Mm. If you'd initially looked at the Earth, you would have said, well, life shouldn't be here at all. Shouldn't be here at all. All life is introduced, if you ask me. That's all species are introduced species. <laughs> you know, how long? How long do you have to be in a place before you become a local? I haven't been introduced. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Angry, angry hippos. Do you think that they could, instead of trying to scoop up isn't it crazy with their mouth? that people know the names of cane toads, but do you know the names of any native co- toads? Right? Isn't that crazy? Mm. And you know why? Yeah. It's because they haven't been introduced. Uh, what about the... Um... Almost there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. No, it was a good bit. Thank I was just you. trying to... The corroboree frog. Mm, that's true. Um, I love the corroboree frog. What about frog. this? It's an update to the Hungry Hungry Hippos game mm. where instead of eating food, it's the Angry Angry Hippos game. Mm. And instead of eating balls, you don't even drop any balls in the middle. Yep. Just the the hippos have to just take some big deep breaths to calm down. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's good. What about us angry, angry hippos and the balls are inside the mouths of the hippos already, right? Yeah. And you have to try and get them out with your fingers. That's what but they're angry about. That's what they're angry about. You keep stealing you fed their the balls. food, right? And oh. they, these, these, um, well, yeah, no, maybe you fed, you fed them balls, but I think it's that you, that you you keep trying to steal their food. So they're sure. chomping, and these this little game that we've got, we've used, uh, we probably contacted Dyson, right, and used some of their technology to get yeah. a, a incredible biting force on these hippos. So you they will like take off your fingers. So let's get I the like ball down. So so minutes. you can actually lose your finger in this family game, mate. You can lose your whole arm. But but is this something that you're going to sell to, uh, you know, Milton Bradley? Not Milton Bradley, no. I'm taking this straight to Mattel. Okay. I'm not interested in Milton Bradley. So what am I writing down, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Angry, angry hippos where you've got to get the balls out of their mouths and they will bite off your fingers. I think uh, you could you could film this as a, as a sketch, right? This is like how the Americans thought. Oh, let's film, let's film a real version of um, Squid Game. Mm. Yeah, I I read a review that said it was really good. The 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 American version of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. But I haven't seen the original. And uh, I know, but the original was a fiction show. Mm, Yeah, I know. So the, it's not like they're they're the same thing. No, you no, should watch that. the original. I should watch the original, but it sounds stressful. Just watch the first episode. Okay. Is it good? I mean, you know, it's it's interesting. I'll take. I it. don't think it was. I don't think it was terrible. Like I just I don't remember. <laughs> is, you know, is is. Is Twenty Fifth Hour good? <laughs> it's my favorite film. I've seen Your it. Favorite once. film? Can you take us through these sketch ideas, Alastair, such yes, as I they can. are? All Thank right, you here we for go. your service. We have Th- Theseus's Sparta spit a piss hole. No, sorry, sorry, Theseus's <laughs> Sparta pit hole, which is the CSIRO piss hole. Yeah, great. Wow. Then we have the piss directing device. Mm. People can pay to direct. I think that's good. Some, like an online some, that's kind of close to what you were intending. I'm not Absolutely. sure if I wrote it down right. No, no, that's very. Then good. we have the self-defense piss directing machine. Then we have mm-hmm. the dog intelligence. Yes. And dog then we have multiple funerals for. Um, for your multiple personalities. All the parts of your. Then we have, we have the enemy wedding. Yes. Thank we you. have uh, pooping flies instead of uh, <laughs> the other the other stuff. <laughs> we have the don't feed restaurant. Wait, what is that? Don't feed restaurant. Don't feed the customers. They'll just keep coming. Oh yeah, don't feed. Yeah, the customer because customers will keep coming back mm. and they'll become dependent. Mm-hmm. And then we have the angry, angry hippos, which I've just written down. Angry, angry hippos, <laughs> which was <laughs> but the that's three where words. you try to get the balls out of their mouth, of their, their angry mouth. They're basically rat traps, using that same technology. Yeah, but it's a good way you can just repackage the same game, more or less. Yeah, and then you just get to get just you just change the instructions a little bit. 
get your finger involved. Look, I think you could probably do one and do this as a real thing where you're just not using your actual fingers. Or maybe you are. They just don't chop your fingers off. Okay. I think if you could do that, people might actually buy it. Sure. Alistair. Andy, what do you think? Is that one of our best episodes ever? I think that might be the best episode ever. Yeah. Great to still be peaking during season four or five, depending on what you think this is. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, listeners. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Lizzie, for the words. Thank Thank you. Thank you, everyone who supports us on Patreon. Thank you, everybody, who supports us. Thank you to Alistair for... Thank you to Andy. You know, being patient and... Uh, wait, wait. Having me I over think to we have to do the today. we have to do the music song, and then before we can go and say we love them. Yeah, I know. Okay. Thank you so much, everybody. My God, my Thank God, you. the things you put up with. My God. I've got a good um, feeling about the next episode, though. I got a really good feeling about it <laughs> that we won't be doing it at nine fifty at night. <laughs> <laughs> After you're um, already exhausted, Alistair. Yeah, and I got more work to do. Anyway, Andy, oh boy. take care. It's been lovely to speak to you. Thank you, and also with you, and and with you, we and we love, love you. You. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye.